Hey everyone, welcome back to the Beneath the Layers podcast. This is episode number two. This week we have some childhood friends of mine, um, Brian and Isaac. I, Hi, hello. What's up? Um, I We grew up probably since, what, 2006? 2006, 2005, 2006, yeah. yeah. Like middle I mean, yeah, yeah, middle school is when I met these guys. I'm, I was new to that middle school, though, because uh, I had moved still in the same city but just different part where i had to go to a different school and isaac here was one of my first friends at in, during middle school and i think i met brian i think isaac was seventh grade and brian i didn't really meet or talk to till eighth grade probably i think yeah because i i used to hang with like joel he was like the joel first Reyes. yeah reyes like the, the oh, okay. i met like in elementary school when i first like moved to riverside yeah yeah like him and nico what's his last name the one I hang Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. I don't know his last name either. Yeah. Ramirez? No. No? Well, it might be. He's like know. a white kid. Yeah. He's like Mexican. I think I know you're not ringing about. a bell for me yeah. at all. He's got kids now. Does he? Most oh, have kids. I think I know who you're talking about. He's <laughs> got like two girls, right? Yeah, he like always goes fishing and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That, I have him on thinking Instagram. Of. I, just don't, yeah. I think yeah. his last name's like Romero or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it is Romero. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, if he hears this, <laughs> yeah, so, shout out you. We, yeah. we worked hard to remember you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. funny. But um, yeah, so I'll go ahead and let them introduce themselves really quickly uh, so you can get a gist of who these individuals are but go ahead whoever whoever wants to go first that's for you brian take the way lead the way so my name is brian valdivia uh currently 27 um birthday is in december uh i work in sales um that's basically it yeah so i'm isaac 27 birthday september virgo father (laughs) of one and i work at a water treatment plant yeah so what's interesting is that uh, both Brian and Isaac, they, uh, I mean, we all grew up in the same city, went to the same schools and everything, but obviously, what, it's almost 10 years later since we graduated from high school, actually, because our reunion's next yeah. year, right? Yeah. 2012, class of 2012 here. Um, ended up in completely different places, but, you know, till this day, we all remain good friends, and so it's really, it's really cool to see, you know, even though we go different paths, um, just from that relationship we we had growing up we're able to remain in contact and have a good relationship with one another and so um brian what do you think you know throughout from high school until where you're at right now what has been like the hardest part of your journey and how you ended up where you're at um i think like choosing what you want to do for a living i mean i think i struggle with that even now um just choosing a career path that will make you happy and is satisfying Mm -hmm. is something that I think I've struggled with. Um, I don't know if sales is like my long-term career plan. Uh, I think I eventually want to be like a manager somewhere um, or have my own business or even be a YouTuber. I've gotten into um, overlanding. Oh, nice. So I'm just waiting for my gear to come in. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of what I've struggled with the most is just like yeah. career path. Yeah. For people that don't know, what is overlanding? Overlanding is like vehicle camping. So like basically you, I have a Toyota Tacoma that I just got. Um, so I bought a roof rack that's like back ordered like 10 weeks <laughs> and then like a rooftop tent that's also back ordered. Like I don't even have an ETA on that. Um, but yeah, you just go to kind of secluded nature destinations. I mean, there's a lot of national parks. Um, the Bureau of Land Management, you can go to, to a lot of their uh, land, and then you can camp there for free um, in your vehicle. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know you can do that. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. And especially for me, because I really like the outdoors and doing adventures like that. So that's really cool. You're going to have to take me on one of those trips yeah. one of these days. Yeah. A far one. Yeah. yeah. The one thing that I do know, though, uh, going a little bit back to... Uh, how you were talking about your career path um, you did go to college right yeah. but you aren't doing what you went to college yeah. for right yeah <laughs> now is that just by choice or you're just having trouble finding you know a, a opportunity in within the field or what do you uh, I think it that? was more by choice um, so I, I graduated with a bachelor's degree in uh, computer information system so I could be a coder or an IT tech um, 
it's just something that I didn't see myself doing. Like, I didn't want to just be in the office, like, just isolated, kind of being, like, I don't know. It's kind of like that stereotype, like, you're just by yourself or, like, in a little cubicle. Yeah. Um, and I didn't see myself being that person. Yeah. So I chose sales where you interact with more people and, and you kind of build relationships. Um, I'm sure you could do that with, like, coding as well. Yeah. But it's just something that I didn't see for myself, even though that's the degree path that I chose yeah um so yeah I had um my first territory when I was doing sales in Reno Nevada yeah uh you didn't get to go to my apartment I didn't unfortunately I did not I did get to enjoy it it was nice out there yeah yeah gotta see Lake Tahoe yeah I've never been there but I need to definitely hit that spot for sure yeah yeah so I didn't end up going to what I uh graduated in yeah I mean, that's good to know because there's a lot of people who are in that situation where they feel like they go to college, but they still don't know what they're doing or they graduate or something and they end up doing something completely different. And But it's a normal thing. I feel like that happens quite a bit. And on the other hand, I know Isaac didn't take the college route, and which, by the way, isn't there isn't an issue with that because college or school isn't always for everybody. So it's a well, scam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, what would you say has been the most difficult part about your journey from you know leaving high school to where you're at right now? I think my journey was more of figuring myself out because I never worried about career-wise. Yeah. It was I knew wherever I'd go, I'd work. I wasn't focused on anything like that. I was more worried about what I did outside of work so I think I just had a lot to deal with when I was younger a lot of issues that I did work through so mm-hmm. shout out therapy yeah I <laughs> have yet to go plan to eventually um, but yeah I think it was just a matter of figuring out who I was for myself and kind of working through a lot of things that I had to deal with when I was younger more of now it's good because I can help my son with that um, mm-hmm. I tried college I attempted it yeah. But it's just school was not for me. I can never focus in there. Yeah. It was I mean, not that I was bad at it. Whenever I applied myself I did really good, but it was just nothing I was interested in school. Yeah. School wise. So Yeah, so I mean, I completely understand that. But the common thing theme that I see from even both of your situations is that it's sort of a journey on kind of discovering on who you are and like what you want to do and um, how to make yourself, I guess, like a better person, self-improvement sort of thing. Um, But you're just, you know, doing it in your own ways, right? So uh, what would you say, maybe this is a better question for Isaac, um, is something that happened to you or, um, I mean, you don't have to go into as much detail. You can go into as much detail as you want, but when you're younger, that may have, you know, triggered some of the things that, you decided to do while you were younger and become a quote-unquote troublemaker, uh, you know, things like that. The bad boy. Yeah, the bad boy. <laughs> they made me get the leather jacket, <laughs> black glasses. Um, yeah. I think it was just more of an at-home lifestyle. Um, I would just really secluded myself from my family. Uh, didn't really, they were all, you know, we bumped heads all the time. Yeah. So I just kind of... Instead of bumping heads with them, I just pulled myself from that. I was just rarely home. Mm-hmm. If you guys know, I was mostly, you know, I was at Larry's house all the time, hanging nice. out. Like, yeah. Um, so when I went home, it just, it was different. It would just cause a lot of animosity when I stayed there a lot during the summer, which was, I would leave and go, mm-hmm. just go do any and everything to get out of there. Do you think, uh, you know, that experience that you had when you're younger in terms of your family has kind of molded your mind into how you want to have a relationship with like your own son yeah so definitely now uh i think he changed a lot of ways that i deal with my family as well too um for him i'm always there for him i try not to be so hard-headed on him i joke with him a lot uh and i also now try and bring him more around the family so yeah all those people i really didn't get to hang out with and spend time with and go to parties birthday parties and stuff with we do a lot of that now i make sure to make time for that so that way he does have that family setting yeah um, especially him not having any brothers or sisters right now. So it's yeah. cool to have him around all his cousins and all that. Right now, so you're planning on another? <laughs> In the future? In the future, we'll maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think uh, you had mentioned to me one time that he's been asking you. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's He's got to go to his mom for that one. I can't help him there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, in contrast, Brian, what would you say, you know, growing up, is there a particular experience that had made you decide to maybe even take that college route? Uh, I know 
that both of you guys have siblings, um, and I don't think either one of you guys are the oldest or the youngest. Yeah. Um, so how is it being in that position, you know, maybe watching how your other siblings, whatever situations they ended up in, help, like, decide for yourself what you wanted to do? Yeah. Uh, I think, like, family dynamics has a lot to do with it. So for me, uh, I knew that going to college and getting an education was something that my parents would be proud of. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why I decided to go that route. I mean, as well as it would benefit me in the mm-hmm. future, just having a degree. Um, so I think that's kind of why I decided to go that route. So uh, I knew when I when I graduated and like when I hugged my parents, that was a like a very uh, like emotional moment. Yeah. Um, just because I knew what that meant to them. And then that's something that like coming from Mexico, that's not something that they could achieve on their own. So having it done like through me, I think obviously meant a great deal to them. Uh, I know my older sister, like she didn't choose the college route either. Um, So she just went into like the workforce, just a normal job. Um, But I know when I went and just having them there, that meant a lot to me too um and yeah it was just like a good accomplishment i think that's why i chose that route just because of what it would mean to them and obviously like for our family too like i'm the only college graduate i think in my family oh wow okay that's pretty cool but you do say this college is a scam i did say that earlier (laughs) it is i mean now more than ever just because everything is online um I mean, like every university is like, they just call it Zoom University. Like it doesn't matter where you're going. Like everything is online. You're all doing the same thing. So it doesn't really differentiate you from somebody else. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess you're fortunate enough to graduate before that and this whole thing happened. But um, even though you, okay, like if somebody was torn in between, I I want to hear from both you guys about this. If somebody was torn in between deciding on a career path whether it's to go to college not go to college or you know what would you tell them like what would be the best advice you can give them in terms of helping them decide on on that i think if if you are a motivated individual you can learn a lot of the things on your own i mean google has a lot of classes online too like for coding you don't even need a degree to go to like to get a job at google yeah um so i think i would steer people away from college Mm -hmm. uh, just because i don't see the return on investment anymore Um, i think that the cost of that piece of paper is not always going to guarantee you a higher salary mm-hmm. um, whereas you can there's a lot of trade jobs out there that pay more than you would if you were a college graduate yeah um, I know there's like some like like welding jobs like if you're a traveling welder you can make well over 100k yeah um, and that that's not something that's guaranteed even if you go to college yeah um, so I think on that aspect that would steer people away um and then obviously i feel like when you're young you don't really know what you want to do for the rest of your life yeah and i think i mean as i was saying earlier it's something i still struggle with now yeah um so i think that i would steer people away just (laughs) for that reason uh because even in your 20s you can still like how he was saying like you could figure yourself out yeah kind of learn more about yourself learn more about your interests um, I think that would be the better route. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, e- each individual person. You kind of got to know that person and know what they're about. Um, some people need a break from school. Some people need to, if they don't go back into it, they're just not going to go through with it. Um, yeah. It's just, you got you to gotta know that person. Because, I mean, you've gone to school, what, 13 years your whole life. Yeah. Some people need to stick to that. Some people need to just, hey, I need a break. I've been doing this. Let me go figure it out. Run through 14 different jobs and find out that they don't like anything they thought they liked. Um, Yeah. Then again, there's some people that know exactly what they want. There's people that are like, hey, I want to be a veterinarian. Yeah. All right, go to school. You know, that's their passion. If people know their passion, then go to college. And they need college for it, go to college. But I'm not a strong, I'm not going to push you to go to college. But give them the options, lay them out in front of them. Hey, you can make a bunch of money being a plumber. You can, <laughs> you really you can yeah. yeah, you can make money, you know, selling food. You can make money doing this. But if you go this way, you do need these certain things for it. So it's mm-hmm. like they need to figure out what they want before yeah. they decide 
if they want to go to college or not. Yeah, uh, I would I would 100% agree with that. You know, once you figure out once, you know, something that you enjoy doing, I think that's what's most important is like find what it is that you enjoy doing and, you know, you're happy with the yeah. work that you're doing before committing to something yeah, because that's yeah. a lot of people get stuck in jobs they hate. Yeah, true. Makes them bitter. They like, make it hard for other people in their workplace, and it's like yeah, like for me, I'm not too keen on you need to make this much amount of money in order yeah. to live a happy life. I feel like you can live a happy life with you know very little. It just yeah. depends on your your mindset, your mind state, you know, and how you approach situations and things like that. But I want to. You know, there's a conversation that was kind of happening a little bit before we even started recording, and I quickly just thought of something, uh, and I just wanted to ask you guys once we started recording here. Uh, it's a little <laughs> off topic of what we were just talking about, but um, I know by knowing these two individuals, Brian is definitely a more forgiving type of person, and Isaac is not so much that that forgiving or rather let me say it takes a whole lot in order for him to forgive another individual and i have a feeling that has something to do with just their experiences growing up again kind of leading back to that sort of thing and so um why do you or isaac i guess we'll start with you first why do you find it so difficult to forgive you know i just kind of uh came across something like this too uh with the passing of my friend um my mom had texted me saying that it's uh i know your friends mean a lot to you like you know kind of like just checking on me and all that and i was like i was like you know what they really do because when i was younger growing up i didn't really have my family Mm -hmm. like i wasn't really too keen on being with them talking things out with them so the people i went to were my friends so i kind of threw everything i had into them and for when people like mess with that was like very hurtful because you guys are all i had kind of you know yeah um so I think that's what it is. Majority of the times I just don't let things go is because, you know, I wouldn't do the same to people. Yeah. You know, and I go above and beyond for my friends, like mm-hmm. uh, people that I do care about. Like, I mean, I've been stabbed, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. um, I've, I've been through a lot, you know, defending the people even when they're wrong. But yeah. I do call them on it, too. So it's like I hold people accountable and I just put so much into things like I, I wouldn't do that to them. So when they yeah. do it to me, it's very very upsetting yeah I remember uh, there's actually I think there's a couple times uh, in high school I don't know anybody who ever like wanted to have a problem with me personally Isaac was always the first one to be like no 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 you're like you don't want to <laughs> yeah. like you come and deal with me instead and I was like why I was like I can but he, he would always just like jump right in front and I was just like oh I mean I don't know cool yeah, yeah. I think it was more of a uh, I seen the potential you had school wise yeah. and like I, you you didn't get yourself into trouble like that so it was like yeah not usually so it's like I, I didn't want you to start the the record that I already had and it's like <laughs> I'm already here in the thick of this bro everybody already looks at me a certain way so like yeah no point in making anybody else do that when they, there's no need for it type yeah. of thing true and Brian what would you say about uh you know uh, I don't know. I think just growing up with my siblings, like, obviously, you're going to have arguments. Mm-hmm. My parents would always just be like, all right, like, go give them a hug or, like, <laughs> go say sorry. So just kind of having that experience just makes you, I guess, more forgiving in a sense. Like, you're more willing to... I think you learn to forgive more yeah, that way. Yeah, learn to forgive and then kind of understand that people are just going to be different than how you were raised. So kind of just having that balance of being able to understand and empathize with somebody who is different than you. Yeah. Um, kind of just, I don't know, like I, I never really hold grudges. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't really have many people who have <laughs> yeah. wronged me anyway. So yeah, uh, didn't really get into many fights. So I didn't really have like those type of experiences. So uh-huh. I, I think I have like, uh, what would you say? Like an easier or a, hmm. I don't really know the word. Like, I just view the world differently. Like, I don't think that everyone's trying to, like, harm me or or cause me harm. Um, So, yeah, I think that's probably just why it's easier for me to forgive or to say sorry if I have to. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I feel like I have, I'm like... I would put myself like in the middle of you two when it comes to that. Like, I, I take things very like situational, situation based. So, depending on how somebody may have wronged me, but for the most part, I tend to 
you know, forgive people, but maybe not necessarily forget the things that they may have or, you know, they may have done to, to harm me in, in that sense or in that way. Um, but I remember Brian in high school was kind of like a, um, well, actually both of you guys, now that I think about it, both of you guys were, I guess, very well-rounded in the people that you hung out with. You know, it wasn't just one particular group. It was a variety of groups of people. Um, and I think more so Isaac was more like one of the mo- more popular people yeah. at school. Um, and Brian was a little more, uh, I mean, he was well known within his own, his own group of people, uh, you know, cause he would go, you know, back and forth between two different groups. Uh, but what would you say, like, was the reason behind the people that you chose, I guess, to surround yourself with, especially during those times and compare that to the people you surround with now, like today? Yeah. Uh, I think I'd go first. Um. I think a lot of the the people that I guess you would consider popular in high school kind mm-hmm. of like eventually that's their peak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some people did peak in high school. Um, shout out Danny. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but I think I, I surrounded myself with with people who I thought were going to be successful. So people that okay. took like EP classes yeah. or honors classes, just because I felt like. Uh, if and then you're, there was me. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think they, they're that saying, like, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're probably in the wrong room. Yeah. Um, so I think just surrounding yourself with people that have goals and aspirations. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that kind of motivates me at least to try to be successful. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why I associated myself with like that group of people. But then also I did like to have fun and like interact <laughs> and have a social life. So then it yeah. was like I had that group as well. Uh-huh. Um, very distinct split to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know how he felt on that that specific day. You yeah, choose which way he wanted to go. Yeah, I do remember that because sometimes he would just like be with us for like two days straight, three days straight, and then he just disappear and be with <laughs> yeah. the group. And it was yeah, I remember that. And then Isaac, I know uh, for the most part we had a like tight knit group of yeah. people that we hung out with, and I was definitely a part of that group. But uh, I also do know that you hung out with people outside of that um, quite frequently as well, and they were you know from all different group types of groups and stuff. So uh, how did that help or um, affect? It, I mean, it helps a lot. I think because sometimes it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. Um, and I can still reach out to tons of people yeah. that I've known and people still reach out to me all the time. Um, but I was just, I think I hung out and talked to a lot of people because I was so welcoming. I always noticed a kid that's in the back that's not really involved in anything. So I always made sure to go and uh, reach out to them, talk to them, become friends with them. And then, you know, you just never know what you learn from people, things yeah. like that. If Adan, Alan used to did not say a word when we worked together. Uh-huh. Like not a single word. I did not talk to him for about two years like, wow. into working with him. But yeah. now he just wish he would stop. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like, I just like tr- try to try to make sure everybody feels included because it sucks to be that guy when yeah. you know you're outside the circle looking in. Um, so I think that helped a lot. And then you know I just joke around a lot. Like he so. Does, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good to to laugh around with people. I think that's my one of my favorite things to do is just enjoy mm-hmm. enjoy the moments and to help other people enjoy the moments too so yeah um it's good you get a lot of diversity from people and you pick a lot from people when you do things like that so yeah yeah that's true um one one uh i know most most people that we went to high school with still kind of live in around in the same area so do you like even today see some of those people hang out with them talk with them um, or is it like really since high school, like that group of people or those people that you talk to kind of like the numbers start trickling down just cause I feel like that's something that tends to happen. Um, um in a sense, I think, time. I mean, I run into people all the time. It's more of just, I would say like, Hey, how you doing? Conversate. Um, I talk to people, they message me, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, text me, stuff like that. As for hanging out, not really. It's just usually the small yeah. group that doing it off or the, the guys that I work with now. Um, people do try and hang out, but it's always like, hey, let's go do something, and then come to the time, it never happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think everybody have now around is solid. The people that have been here for years, 
they say what like after seven years that friendship lasts for life usually yeah so that's true we made it we made it we're what <laughs> we made it six like, years we no. made it like three four years ago probably yeah probably would have been seven years or so yeah so we're in there got a few other guys that are years apart yeah too. yeah i don't hang out with anybody from high school besides you guys <laughs> yeah um, and that's rarely too yeah I mean, I, I talked to some of my friends from college um, and then my girlfriend and like her group of friends. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't really hang around with people here, like in Riverside, mm-hmm. just because I feel like there's not much to do in Riverside. That's true, I guess. Yeah. yeah. They're coming up, though. Riverside, <laughs> yeah. they don't talk down. Like <laughs> Downtown We're Riverside up. is We're like, up. they have the food lab now. Yeah, there's, yeah they're really they're starting to expand. Yeah. You can see it. A lot yeah. of the apartments, too. Like, they're building a whole apartment complex yeah. in that area. A lot more hotels are making right there, yeah. too. Yeah, well, I guess in a few years, we might see if it's a up-and-coming city yeah. or not. But yeah. I know just recently, I moved to San Diego, and so that's been, uh, oh, weather-wise, a lot better. <laughs> uh, though I haven't, I've been a little bit busy with work, so I haven't really gone out too, too much, but it's nice. Uh, but I have always lived, up until that point, I've always lived in Riverside, too. Um, but... Uh, even when I was in college, because I didn't go to college too far from uh, from here, just like half an hour, Cal State San Bernardino, and um, I was, I didn't really, I mean, I would just hang out with you guys mostly, but not really too many people outside. Yeah. Uh, outside of you guys, but I, you know, I would talk to people here and there. Um, probably not as much as Isaac though, because you know, he don't stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> He's more. I feel like Isaac's definitely more social than yeah, the rest of us. Um, well, as far as our group goes. Um, so, Brian had brought up uh, his girlfriend and how he hangs out hangs out with, I guess, her friends a lot more. Is she, like, is that um, something that, like, would she ever hang out with your friends? Or is she yeah, just more... You guys have been together and we haven't <laughs> yeah. met her yet. No, no, we've never met her. So yeah. she, she kind of, like, <laughs> is on the same mode as you guys. Like, I don't know why I never just merged the groups. It's just something that I feel like... I struggle with just because I don't really want to be like that. He's a, he's a different person around person. here. And we bring, <laughs> out, we bring out a different Brian and it's not the one she fell in love with. No, I, I, I think I'm the same guy like with both groups. I think it's just, there hasn't been like like that opportunity where it's like like the stars align and be like, oh, perfect. <laughs> I can invite yeah. my high school friends, my girlfriend's group. How many birthdays then, have you had? Oh, I don't know. I usually don't have birthday parties. That's the thing. The dinners um, or something. Yeah. So yeah. one of like, I guess my plans is like eventually like, like buy a house or something and then yeah. have like a housewarming party where awesome. I can invite all the different yeah. groups in my life. And then I feel like that would be like the opportune moment for everyone to meet. To see if it works out or not. Or see if <laughs> keeping it split was the best idea. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of, I don't know. I feel like I regret not joining groups sooner. Because I think there there has been opportunities in the past, like when there was a concert at my college or something like that, like we all could have like gone together. And I feel like that's something that you guys would have enjoyed. And then my friends over there would have enjoyed. But I just, I don't know. I never. You think it's that we have different tastes from them? No, because I think they were, they would be the same. Like there's always kind of like, like the jokester in the group. And then I would have consider myself like the more serious and then Larry the more emotional guy what that's <laughs> how I would balance out. Um, like, no I'm, I'm, I'm talking about more of like the things as in they do like say we want when we go out we want to go do something like say uh, go watch a movie where, where they would go I, I think they would something. do the, the same because yeah. um, I, I think like the groups that I chose are they're kind of diverse um, where like there's someone somebody that's into something like yeah yeah so I think it, it could have happened. I just didn't do it. And I, I think that's like one of the regrets that I would say I have is not joining the group sooner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think as time goes on, it gets a little harder. Yeah. 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 It probably like, gets harder, but they're already, they start getting built. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then like, it's like, I don't know, like imagine like, like there's like a wedding day, right? And then like you have all these separate groups. And then, and yeah, it's just that no one's talking like, to yeah. each other. Yeah. Yeah. But see, that's what I say when you I like to talk to everybody. I'll yeah. go reach out to that whole group probably. Or, yeah, you know, one by that. one and just fill yeah. them out. Yeah. Yeah. He'll probably give a good speech too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One time Brian needed a tie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, and I know that you are, yeah, like he kind of mentioned already, he's definitely more serious of a person. So 
any relationship that Brian has ever had, I think, has been very... Um, well, he seems like a picky guy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that. He knows what he wants. We'll say that. He, he thinks he knows what he wants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Until he gets it and then he uh, doesn't realize. Yeah, but um, Isaac, on the other hand, I think um, sometimes... I think that we've had a couple of conversations where I think I remember you say, mentioning that, you know, you, you can be with somebody for a long time, but you tend to at some point have like a commitment issue with them or like either they uninterest you all of a sudden or whatever the case might be. So um, when it comes to relationships for you, what do you think that you're looking for? Relationship wise, it's just um, I think when people start just being so dependent on each other, it's just what really starts to bother me and really just kind of turns me off on somebody. Yeah. Like if you need to be in my face 24 seven, if you need to be with me all the time, like text me all the time, I mean, like it's it's too much for me. Like yeah. I'm so used to being alone. Yeah. Like even when I go home, like I just I, I was always by myself, like just hang out by myself. I would go walk by myself. I go on drives. I go even now. I go watch movies and do stuff alone. Like I need that alone time. Yeah. And if somebody doesn't understand that or like doesn't get that, it really just makes the whole relationship sour. Yeah. Um. And it's and, hard. And, it's hard to like come back from that, right? Or it's like yeah, once, be, once that sort of you start to see that, and like maybe you even have the conversation with them. I don't know if you do or not, but if you yeah. have that conversation with them, like hey, I need my alone time, or I, I need this yeah. time to myself. And they don't quite understand like i feel like that's probably where the divide yeah starts that's to when it starts i think that's when it starts making it a bigger way bigger issue than it could have been because i mean especially in the beginning stages most relationships it's very that honeymoon stage and you're yeah. together all the time and that's you true. know you're enjoying all of it and then you guys kind of settle out of that and it's like now you realize what you still need for yourself to be able to do this and yeah. you're still trying to feed what they need which is sometimes if it's two different or the opposite things it's just yeah. it's hard to hard to make it work <laughs> yeah yeah so, no I, i've been through something like that too so i know what you mean yeah. when it comes to that um but i'm also very picky i think and so <laughs> that's why i feel like throughout my course of time i've have i've only had a couple relationships not really that many um yeah i'm definitely not one of those people that go from one relationship to another <laughs> uh, like some people we probably know but um <laughs> like some people we probably know but. yeah so I mean uh, from your two different perspectives like what would you say is like um, the biggest thing when I mean Brian I know you're in a relationship right now but like what it, you, can you tell somebody else what do you think for you guys is the biggest thing when it comes to like having that life partner quote unquote I think uh, one of the big things is love language Mm-hmm. So you got to understand how somebody likes to be loved and how they show love because yeah. they're two different things. Yeah. Like I could want a personal touch all the time, but my way of showing love is buying you something. Yeah. So you just got to kind of understand that and see how, how they give their love and how you need, how they need their love too. Um, and just, you know, you got to step out of your comfort zone if it's, if you really love that person. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, I think I'd have to agree. I at first I didn't really understand love language. Like my girlfriend kind of taught me about it, and yeah. then we kind of took a test. Um, at my desk, I have some of her <laughs> things. Um, you gotta remember them, huh? <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't have to remember, but it's just nice to to see them and then yeah, kind of like remind yourself, yeah. yeah, like hey, remember you, this is how you're. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think just like like trust is the like key thing for yeah. a life partner, and then also communication. Like I think with any relationship, like you're gonna need to be able to communicate with your partner. Yeah. And like see what they want if they're having a bad day, how you can help, or mm-hmm. maybe yeah. they don't need your help. Like if they're someone that's more uh, independent, then they don't really need you there for for those times when they're down. Kind of um, so kind of just yeah. yeah, like understanding your partner. I think yeah. is like important as well um i mean those are just kind of some of the the key basics that i think everyone kind of knows and is familiar yeah i think a lot if a lot of those things get overseen that's when everything else starts falling apart yeah like everything else yeah i would agree with that yeah there's definitely you hit on some pretty good points there um how would you say you uh each of your communication is with not just your significant other maybe but just in general with 
with people or like if you're having an issue are you the type of person to like not necessarily confront the person about it but like Mm. talk to them and like work through it or are you more of like you know kind of just leave me alone and let me deal with this myself and then me and then i'll come to you or whatever yeah i think i could bring this back to kind of like my career um Mm -hmm. one of my mentors his name was greg um he kind of like says that you have to be like a chameleon just being able to like adapt to different situations and different personalities and different people um so i think when you're in a relationship obviously then you adapt to your partner or if you're selling to somebody or just building a relationship then you kind of adapt to their personality yeah um so i think just being able to pick up on those social cues Mm -hmm. uh, is important and kind of helps you with dealing with people that are different from yourself yeah um as for me personally my communication skills have really improved over the last couple years they were very bad very poorly to where it was just yeah cut off leave me alone i'll deal with it come back to you and we'll see where we're at um i just i think now is more a situational thing i still have the bad habit of having a poor temper mm. so in certain situations i will be very aggressive yeah um it's mostly towards males um, <laughs> yeah um but there's there's a lot more especially with my son um I've learned to deal with a lot of things differently mm-hmm. uh, how not to be angry with him on certain things that it's just not his fault even though it's frustrating to deal with um, and just big key thing is just apologizing like I apologize yeah. to my son if I mess up and you know, I think that's a big step for him because he's very forgiving and I, it helps me realize that people are forgiving too yeah um, so yeah just talking it out and yeah just you gotta understand the situations you're in sometimes you need to be a little more aggressive sometimes you got to be understanding sometimes you just gotta you know there's different ways to work about it and yeah. i think that's just a matter of figuring it out yeah that makes sense uh so you know i have an interesting question that came up to in uh in my head right now as you're talking uh, what do you think has been like either the most eye-opening thing or uh something that you've learned from having a son you know um uh, like for example if you're gonna it's something probably that you can only experience because you have a son sort of thing what do you think that is for you be more careful so he doesn't fall off the bed <laughs> hey no I was good on those dad catches you know how many times I've caught him but I let him fall off now he's grown well, did he fall in my old room <laughs> but uh, eye opening is like I said is communication uh, mm-hmm. it's definitely my temper being understanding yeah um and just because I, I don't treat him like a child, really, when it comes to situations and when he does something wrong or when something wrong is going on. Um, I sit down and I talk to him. I let him know what the problem was. If he, Make sure he understands the problem and kind of where we need to go with it. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I have. I've had some very big talks with him, like the Black Lives Matter oh, okay. movement. Um, we sat down, we spoke that out. Like, and I'm talking about like a regular conversation, not like yeah. I'm not babying anything for him. Um, when somebody passes away, I don't yeah. tell him anything, like anything but the truth. Uh, so just being honest with him is just kind of like help me be upfront with people too. Like, hey, this is this is how he should be versus yeah. you know beating around the bush with people. No. So I think that's eye-opening for me because I never did that before. Yeah. So it was... And, like, let's say you were to have another uh, kid. Is there something that you would do... Anything you would do differently in terms of raising? I mean, I guess if you have a, a girl or, or a boy, like, that can change how you raise them. But, uh, you know, anything that you would do differently if you were to have another kid? Differently? I mean, there was just a lot of relationship-wise, a lot of things going on in the very younger stages of his life. Yeah, that were that made things mm-hmm. difficult. But now I think I honestly not saying that I don't see anything wrong, mm-hmm. but I think we're doing a really good job with him. Uh, he's, yeah. Um, so I think even this is co-parenting. So on her end, she's doing good. On my end, I'm doing good, and we really come together. It's like and meet in that middle and mm-hmm. kind of like she reaches out to me when she needs help yeah. and I let her know when something's going on too so I don't think as of right now I probably wouldn't switch too much going on yeah um, that's good that's yeah because I'm proud of him a lot of people say he's a really good kid yeah uh, they're probably lying <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah does he have silver teeth 
He does have silver <laughs> teeth. So. Silver teeth activity. Yeah. Silver teeth. I mean, if, if he talks some trash, but that's because I talk trash. He'd be getting me sometimes. I don't know what to say to him. Um, but yeah, I, but I think raising a girl and a boy, there shouldn't be too many differences okay. within that. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely wouldn't know because I'm nowhere near that point yeah. in my life. But at some point, yeah, it's good to know. So uh, one question that I like to ask anybody who's going to be on this podcast uh, is um, everybody has felt pretty much every type of emotion that there is, right? You know, happy, sad, mad, any type of emotion you felt it before. Um, so Right now, currently, could you say that you're happy? Look at that, quiet. <laughs> I'm just thinking. It's a tough question. <clears throat> um, at this moment, 100% happy, no. Mm-hmm. Still dealing with the loss of my friend. I still have a lot of stressful situations that I'm getting situated with. But I do have very happy moments throughout my day. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. What about when you're playing Warzone? When I play Warzone, that is strictly <laughs> anger. There is, unless, unless there is a good joke that goes off about once every five hours. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's a array of emotions throughout the day. Yeah. Um, the, the happy ones overshine everything else, though, honestly. Yeah. Well, My book, good. I try not to hold on to those emotions heavily. Yeah. I always I joke it off everything I joke everything <laughs> off um, yeah because like I don't you waste your time being angry and yeah. unhappy throughout the day and it's like that just totally takes you it consumes your whole day if you let it mm-hmm. so that's true it does I think I would say generally yes to that that question I think that I am happy I think there's like with anybody there's gonna be room for improvement or things that you want to better yourself on mm-hmm. or just in your life like things that you want to achieve that you're not there yet but that's why they're their goals and aspirations yeah um, like I don't know like I'm not happy career-wise but I'm happy that I'm getting paid you know yeah um, and then my living situation is okay like I have a nice place to stay now but I eventually want to get home yeah um, so that would be like another thing that would make me happy but those are all kind of I mean some of those stuff is like material possessions that you don't really need to be happy but yeah. would some increase your level of some happiness. people happy yeah. people find happiness in different things yeah they do. I feel like when it comes to like materialistic things that make people happy a lot of times those individuals need more materialistic things to keep them happy so as long as they have an influx of those things then they'll stay happy but you know the moment that those kind of like dwindle down yeah that's when that's maybe when they might not be as happy yeah (laughs) but um uh just to kind of continue along that point like what would you um tell somebody who is maybe you know having a hard time understanding what happiness is like how would you describe that to them I feel like that's a difficult question because happiness is going to mean different things to everyone. Yeah. Um, so I think just finding like a hobby can make somebody happy. Mm-hmm. Um, especially I feel like if you're in a dark space, I yeah. think like finding outlets of happiness is a little easier. Um, or I mean, it's not easier for them, but yeah, <laughs> you know, kind of <laughs> uh, just finding those things that make you happy and then just doing more of that. I think they need to figure out what the, what they are feeling mm-hmm. and deal with those straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it will be kind of easier to see where your happiness is that you need to look for. Yeah. Because if you just go looking for happiness and never deal with the rest of this, that's still there. Yeah. And you're still going to get more coming to you. Yeah. But you're still just chasing one thing. So I think you need to fix, not fix, but work on and understand everything mm-hmm. you have with you. And then there's it dwindles it's, it gets smaller yeah. or you learn to deal with it more so you know how to address it once you learn to address it then you can just you got way more time to focus on that happiness yeah so and if moments in your life when you've felt like you were in a dark place uh, what are some things that you did or maybe somebody might have helped you with to kind of come out of that dark space or that that dark area or that feeling of sadness or depression or whatever the case might be like what are some things that you did to help you with that uh i think like friends are a good resource um i mean you, like you guys like i can always count on you guys and then i have college friends that i can count on as well my girlfriend i think just having those people that you know will be there for you no matter what is important um I think, yeah, that's probably what I would say. 
um, before younger, it was just go fight. <laughs> like I would go fight and just feel. Just once I feel like I feel like I can hurt and feel pain, I was just so like eased and yeah. Like after that, I was so light and I was like I had let it all out. Um, but like, like I said, that wasn't so much dealing with it. That was just kind of. Mm-hmm. The wrong, uh, the wrong way to deal with it, I'll say. Um, but now, I talk to my son again. Like I said, I have conversations. Let him know if I'm upset with something, and he'll comfort me. Yeah. Um, I reach out to people, so that's a lot better. So I just kind of talking it. And once I start saying it and kind of letting it all out, it just all to me it dies. Like it yeah. pretty much dies out. So I think just communicating it is yeah. just how I, I've gotten through it. Um, realizing that there are people there that are trying to help me, and I don't have to deal with it on my own. Yeah. Um, that's a key because I've just for years just dealt with it just me mm-hmm. um, but yeah like the last like four or five years have just been kind of learning that yeah and I think that's good yeah that's great to, to hear because I'm sure there might be a single person you know listening to this who doesn't quite know how to deal with something like that and if they have some options that you guys just shared and they can try it out it might help them so that's great um, uh, Brian this is a little bit more uh, less serious, but Brian has no tattoos. Isaac <laughs> has tons of tattoos. Um, are tattoos to you like something important, or do you just get them for fun, or like uh, what, what? Honestly, I don't know what it is, but I remember being in about the second grade and knowing I was going to get tattoos. <laughs> second grade. <laughs> like I'm telling you, it's, I was I'm, I was on the playground uh-huh. and like. In my mind, I was just picturing, like, looking at my arms, like what's. I mean, obviously the ideas have changed now. Yeah. Um, but you didn't want to get a SpongeBob tattoo. Then. I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> it was flames for some reason. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like the artwork. Yeah. Art's always been something for me. Even then, I was drawing all the time, uh, looking drawings up. So I think it was just something that caught my eye. Like yeah. art's always caught my eye. Um, I knew I was getting them. I like to see the different artists, the different styles that can happen mm-hmm. and what people can put into skin. It's like, you can draw something on a paper, Yeah. which I mean, it's not easy, but to be able to get that, to go onto somebody's skin and stay in somebody's skin, it's just like, to me, it's mind blowing. It's like, yeah. And when I tell everybody how far I'm getting tattooed, they are always so shocked <laughs> because I will do my neck. I will do my head. I might even do some of my face. Like I will be covered. Like, You're going to be covered in tattoos. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So by the time you're like, what, 40, 50, you'll be, you'll be at that point? Or yeah, <laughs> I'll be just eyeball tattoos. It can be an ex- that's what it comes down to. <laughs> that's crazy. It can think, be an expensive hobby. Yeah, yes. that's what I was going to say. I think that's one of the things that pushes me away. It's like, I want like a half sleeve from here and then do the chest piece. Yeah. But even that's like, like four to six grand from like one of the artists that I follow on Instagram. Yeah. So I just can't get myself to make that purchase uh-huh. and not feel like guilty about it because I think I want to put that money towards something else um, but I think if if I was like rich then I'd probably have a half sleeve <laughs> I think see that's uh, I think another thing I just came, I tell people all the time too is uh, people throw not throw but people put their money into individual things like I'd never judge anybody that would put it into their car Yeah, people that put it in their shoes or traveling or whatever because like there's people that will spend hundreds of dollars on the car parts yeah. I will not spend a hundred dollars on my car parts there's people that spend a yeah. hundred of dollars on trips and stuff like that like, you yeah. know, like to me it's like there's certain things that you will and won't spend your money on yeah that's true um, and I just don't see like when people pick on people that do that I'm just like come on man like, like what do you spend your money on I'm like, sure there's something that they yeah, spend yeah like exactly on. Like, everybody's got their own taste and the things that they will and won't spend their money on yeah yeah no that's true um yeah, I think for me, probably the thing that I tend to spend the most money on is like, is traveling. Probably it was when I do go traveling, I probably spend the most money on that. Yeah. Um, because I enjoy it, and you're about to get into Outland, Outland, Overland, Overlander. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. I mean, I know what the concept is, but I didn't. Yeah. I never realized it had a word for it. Yeah. Um, so, what, like, I, I guess bringing it all the way back to that, what is, like, the first place you want to go? Uh, there's, like, a list of places that I want to go. Um, I think, like, uh, there's, like, the Grand Canyon. There's, yeah. like, an area that you can camp out there. Yeah. Um, I want to go to, like, the national parks. Like, I want to get the, the national park passport and then oh, just okay. stamp it all out. Like, yeah. go to all the different national parks. Um, but that's kind of, like... 
long term. That is a long term thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't really do those trips because they're going to be multiple day trips, like mm-hmm. a whole week probably. I yeah. can't really take that time off of work. So I want to get to the point in my career where yeah. I don't need to work. So that's where the YouTubers space comes <laughs> yeah. in. Like, it's like I if, can do that yeah. for a living. Yeah. 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 I think that would be cool. My girlfriend likes to edit videos too. So it's oh. like she could yeah. do all of that and then I could just help record. <laughs> Does she agree to that? You're just telling her to. No, no, we we've talked about it before. Yeah, because yeah, she yeah. like there's people that like live off, like out yeah. of their van, yeah, like on YouTube, and they cool. have like thousands of subscribers. Like, yeah, yeah, that's so. pretty cool. I I remember I, actually the first trip that I've ever taken just to a national park or just like in general was actually with Isaac mm. and, oh, yeah. and Adolfo when we went to uh, shout out Poison Ivy. <laughs> he did get poison oak that day. <laughs> Um, and that trip, like uh, the first time, I think was that your first time too? Or yeah, that was my first. Yeah, that was like, yeah. My, that was my longest drive I've ever been on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, from that moment forward, that uh, that kind of just changed my life in that aspect. Where like I just wanted to go to all those places and like see the world sort of thing. Because before, like you know, growing up in Riverside, I mean, it's not like most people here don't have a lot of money i would say yeah. like most people here live comfortably but not where they, they can, can do like, excessive amounts yeah they can do stuff all the time so growing up for me we didn't really go to that many places especially and not like that often and if we did go somewhere maybe somewhere in Cal- southern california i think the furthest place that i ever went was the grand canyon once and i was like seven so i didn't really remember it um, I do need to go there. I've been wanting to go there. Yeah, I want to go there again because I haven't been there since I was yeah, there. Yeah, I want to be there too. <laughs> so, um, like, I just remember that trip as being one of, like, I guess you can say, like, a turning point in terms yeah. of, like, knowing something that I wanted to do, you know? Um, so, uh, I guess since we're kind of, wow, this is almost an hour long. I didn't realize that. <laughs> uh, anything that you wanted to say last? Uh, maybe you want to give some your take on uh you know your life <laughs> something anything you want to say if not it's fine we can just end this here and that'll be that just to say? don't take anything too serious can you make a joke yeah you can't put you on the spot <laughs> yeah. like that's not how it works it's a joke um, on the spot. well yeah just don't take life too serious um, yeah. enjoy it do those things you know, don't work, honestly, don't work yourself to death because yeah, yeah, you get nothing from that. Just take the time to enjoy everything. Yeah. Enjoy life. When Larry hits you up two days before he's going on his trip, you say yes. Yeah, he did. He did. He, I can always count on him to do that. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> Will I get fired? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, just take time to go see things. Yeah. You know, I agree with that. Experience life. Really experience it. Take your days off. You know, all those things you're afraid to do, go do them. Yeah. Use your PTO. Use your PTO. I I will say. Oh, don't ever put your two weeks in because they do not give you two weeks when they fire you. That's just my input on that. (laughs) They will have somebody hired there for you. Wow. Yeah. Unless you unless 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 you have a really good boss, then that's different. (laughs) Uh, But most places do not care about you. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Um. But yeah, thank you guys for being on the podcast. I do remember that it took, took me a while to start this because I thought about this idea for a long yeah. time. But you kind of just have to get out there, do it, not be afraid you're going to fail. You know, you never know what can happen. So uh, thank you guys again for being on here. And I look forward to talking with you guys sometime down the line.